I think when you fully find yourself and whether that be through multiple loss or through traumatic experiences, you start to be really honest with people and people are just like, whoa, that's a little too much for me. And I think at that moment she was broken by it. So don't you know that the music should be solemn? This is Theo Rossi. This is theory. Hey, everybody. How's it going down? What's cracking? What's happening? What's the word? Hope you're all well. Because here we go. We're listening to uh, Theory. Well, you're listening to it. I'm the one talking. Um, Let's go. What are we waiting for? Hashtag Reaper Reviews. We know what we're doing. We know what you're here for. Let's get into it. Without further ado. Let's go sit down with the man whose hair gets nicer by the day, Kim Coates, and let's get into this. All right? What are you waiting for? Let's go. Right now. All right. It's happening. Fuck it. Let's do it live. Did you press the right buttons, Theo? Did you press the right ones? I hope so. Are your, are your engineers going to be on the line with you going, press a fucking button, Theo? It's no, they're going to be like, where are you now? Where are you? <laughs> I want to know where you are. I don't know where you are. I don't know that room. It's funny. Either do I. Um, I got thrown out of the office uh, on my return to the home. Kicked right out. Kicked Maggie. right out. Out. I said, yeah, you know, I have to get ready for the, uh, the podcast. We're going to record. And uh, she said, not here anymore. I said, oh. <laughs> so this is a makeshift thing I have going on. It's in a um fortunate enough to have a, a, a house with a guest room, um, where usually we call it the kids call it uh Aunt Colleen's room because it's uh, Megan's sister when she stays here all the time, stays here. So I'm in Aunt Colleen's room, Kim. <laughs> that will be Uncle Kim's room when I show Correct. up. Correct. Correct. Right. I have there. A painting like you. I, I love that painting. It's cool. Um, do we know what that is? It's beautiful. Yeah, it's Biggie. Oh, it's is Biggie that your Smiles. crown? It's with oh, a crown yeah, yeah. over his head, and it's by a, an artist named Dirty Art, D-U-R-T-Y. Beautiful. And uh, yeah, I, p- I pulled this uh, vintage chair out, and uh, I got my knees pressed against some kind of, uh, I don't know what's going <laughs> on here, Kim. <laughs> do you have your diaper on? I just want to know. We, fi- we finished that show. Did you That's keep that gone. diaper? My, my Twitter, my, my, my Twitter feed was off the hook on Theo. Did he keep the diaper? I want to know. Did you keep that diaper? I did. And I was a little mortified by that thing. So I, <laughs> I have PTSD. Um, so I don't have gone gone. So yeah, I'm back. Um, I'm back. Welcome back home. I'm glad you finished up that movie in beautiful Canada. You were there a while. Six weeks. I know it's going to be a bit of a thriller. You probably don't want to talk too much about it, but I know the fans will go crazy for it. So. I'm glad you it was pretty it. crazy. It was pretty crazy at the <laughs> end. Uh, you know, it, it was getting cold up there. Yeah. Cornfields freezing. So the whole film is outside, you know? Um, so you're just outside, you know, and we were doing nights. So you're outside, you know, three, four or 5. AM, like we said, you know, uh, and one of the last scenes I had to do, <laughs> uh, I was in water. Whoa. Whoa. Outside. That ends that that adds to the coldness of the whole situation. I don't do well in the cold. You know that. No, your hands, fingertips—they go. Fingertips—they go. So um, they go white. 
Diego White. It's called Raynaud's. Uh, so, so I, it happened and, um, oh, and, uh, shit. it was, it was, it was, uh, it was an interesting last few nights, but, um, you know, it's, uh, it's what I love doing. So, <clears throat> excuse me. It's what I love doing. And it was, um, it's going to be a wild one. So I'm, but unfortunately I'm out of Canada and, you know, I kind of have my, my, but here's, what's funny. You'll like this. And one day, maybe after I do this, after this airs, I'll put the picture on because, you know, I like to ask about Canada all the time, um, all the time in hair and makeup. And I'm just always constantly asking about Canada. They got me as my rap gift. They got me Trudeau socks with his face all over it and a Trudeau shirt. So I, uh, I have all Trudeau gear. I was just very curious about Justin Trudeau and really everything that goes on there in the multiple party system and all that. So. I now that was the rap gift from my uh, Canadian crew for me. Don't don't be wearing that in Alberta or Saskatchewan. <laughs> but other than that, you're good. You're good. Other than that, you're good. Ma- Manitoba doesn't really care. BC's just trying to not cut down all the trees, so they're doing right. their own thing. But Alberta's still a little sore. They should get over it. They should just take care of themselves. But not like not like not like it is in the states. It's not this no. like people disowning no. each other. If no, they, you know. Now, mind you, there was, we won't get too political, but there was a minute there where Alberta wanted to secede from Canada. We all went, no, no, just stop. stop. You're yeah, not they, got it, they got it going on with my neighborhood now where one person will put up a sign of, you know, one thing and then the other person put up a little bigger sign and then one person will put up like a flag and then one person will put up a bigger flag. And Jesus. You know, next thing you know, they're going to like tarp their house like it's getting exterminated in, in whatever candidate they like. And it's just, you know, everybody's. They're in it. They're in it. November third can't can't come soon enough, buddy. November third, come on. Yeah, you know this is this is a this is definitely a different one. So I'm back. Um, uh, the, air, the airports are still really interesting when you fly. Uh, did you get home easier this time? You had a wonderful story about trying to get out last time. <laughs> wow. Was it easier this time? Was it better for you? Yeah, much better, much easier, way easier coming in than uh, than getting out. Um, <laughs> Sounds terrible, but um, <laughs> I kind of liked it actually. <laughs> I didn't mind that. That sense, but but um, yes, I'm back, and uh, and and I got to tell you, you know, the greatest thing now about you know being on the plane and getting a minute to dive into the phone and all that is, uh, people are really loving these Reaper reviews. By the way, no, oh, they're going crazy for them. I mean, honestly, my even my wife Diana, she's telling everybody, and half the people already it's know. Amazing. They're telling people it's kind of fun because people. Honestly, we said this deal for the last eight, nine, ten weeks now. People, people want to laugh. People want to share something that made them feel so good from 2008 to 2014, yep. and now in Canada, especially, they're on Netflix, as you know. Oh, and I so know. it's just it's great. So there's so many millions of people who didn't have Super Channel or didn't have the FX Canada Channel who've heard all about it. So now they're actually because of Reaper reviews because of your show, they're watching the whole show. So everyone wins. This is a win-win. It's so great. And we're winning because we're watching it. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah. you know, and we'll get to like. the episode that we are doing today. Uh, so, S-O. So. We'll get to it. The the, the season three, uh, episode one premiere. And uh, that, I can't wait to get to it. But before <laughs> we get to it, just saying, when I was on the plane, I'm, you know, I'm perusing and I'm seeing. It's incredible. And like you just said, there were people that came up to me at the airport, you know, and it's a little different now because you got the mask. You got, you know, I wear the glasses. I wear the hat. I got the whole thing. I look like. um, It could be anybody. uh, Could be anybody like the invisible man. Like I am fully wrapped. Love that. I love that. It's pretty amazing. 
by the way. <laughs> but when you remove it to have a coffee or, you know, you're, you're doing whatever, somebody can catch that sneak peek quick. And then it's, you know, hey, it's on and it's on. So I did get a couple of people telling me that they've been listening uh, and watching because, you know, YouTube and all that. So on that note, subscribe to the channel. This is YouTube if you're watching it. And if you're listening, subscribe to wherever you're listening. Um, and it really seems to be bringing people joy. So I feel it's kind of cool. No, it's fantastic. It really is fantastic. I have no idea how many millions and hundreds of thousands, but every week it's better and bigger better, and man. better and bigger. And, you know, I don't, I asked you this last week and I forget what number you even told me what we've done, maybe yeah. 10, 11, 12. I have there's the number. There's 92 of these, Theo. I thought you said 93. 92. Okay. 13 times 7. Not a Christmas special? There's no Christmas there, special. There, there should be, but there wasn't. <laughs> Can you imagine us giving funny. up turkeys Why at the clubhouse? Why not? Wouldn't that be a Why Christmas not? episode? Charming would have loved it. Charming would have loved it. They might that have even loved That could be us. what we all go back for. It could be like, it, it'll be a time where pre-season five, because it's got to be while Opie was still around. Yeah. And we'll all film a Christmas episode. Some people might have to get CGI because they don't look like that time, but like they would have to do some adjustments on like that. maybe 85%. You and you and I are okay. I'm good. I shave. My I can do the mohawk tomorrow. Start. I'd be good. Oh, you're you're, you're so fine. good. I'm fine. Given, given, but in season three, when we get to it in a few minutes, uh, but who knows how long till we get to it? Your hair is. I mean, this is ultimate Mag ma magnificent. Oh my goodness. It's May like the I? statue of David. It is. No. Unbelievable. <laughs> Even I was taken back. I Ooh. stopped and went, die. Look at this fucking hair. Megan Look said at the leg. Look at the color. Oh, I don't dye my hair. As you know, I got some gray in there somewhere. We're going to talk about it. I have it in my notes, but you came up to the bar at one point and I was like, Whoa, look at this guy's hair. It was oh, it was unbelievable. Like I found I found the camera beautifully in season three. Even when I wasn't talking, I did a beautiful Tommy Flanagan find the lens. Just yeah. find the lens. I, I knew where the lens was at all times. The it hair was, was always it was amazing. So I, pret so I pretended to look like look at a, a, a like at a chipmunk or a squirrel, but it was really just to show the right side of my head. Yeah. So I'm telling you now that hair. You, even if you have to wig it up, I think we should, let's get, we're going to do, listen, if things go, if who knows, you know, what's going on in the world. And if we're, if we make it to these 92 for a multitude of reasons, but Oof. which will be a good sign. If we do, we can do it. We can do it. Yeah. We can I gotta do tell it. you something. I'm going to tell you something. I'll be honest with everyone. Uh, and, and always with you. I thought at this point in my mind, I was thinking when we, when we started doing this, when we were like, Hey, you know what? I don't really like talking to other people when we were doing theory originally. I was like, it's kind of, it just felt like a lot of work. While I find most people interesting, I just had so much, you and I just have fun. We could talk for no reason about nothing for days. So I was like, we did our and first we do. one. And we do. And we do. Trust me. And we do. So I was like, we're going to do this. And we decided to do Reaper reviews, right? And by the way, there's some artwork changing. There's going to be some cool stuff coming on with me and you in the, uh, the thumbnails and all that. But side note, side note, side note. So I had in my head, I said, I'm going to do probably about 10 of these and I'm going to be sick and tired of it. I said, I'm going to say, why did I do this? And in my head, I'm going to have to be like pushing through because of timing, because of this. And I got to tell you something. I look and forward you, to this. Why don't we do two a day, every day? Yeah, let's just let's, look forward let's, to them. Let's go. Let's just, no, no. For me, I agree 100%. And for me, I haven't seen 
Maybe no, you, so many of these shows. So for me, I've saw, I've seen this one. I saw this one, the premieres. I've seen all the premieres. I've seen all the final shows. I've seen some pops here and there. But even though I've but, seen it, I don't remember it. Oh my God. Just, it's just the fans who've seen it over and over and love it so much. They must love the knucklehead. So the point is I am enjoying the hell out of it. Good. And, and so it just the whole thing, the whole, I, I could be anywhere. I mean, I am changing rooms. You are day. actually at this point, she's going to have me on the roof the next time with a, I don't know what's just my knee phone. pads. Yeah. Knee pads. Good. <laughs> you keep pads. banging into your, your, your desk. I hope there. I don't have knee pads on here. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but it, it, it listen, it's, it's going to be a mess, but <laughs> But also, I always want to give what the one thing I love about this is it's while there's always going to be idiots and dipshits and nitwits in this world, because that's just the way it is. It's kind of, you know, there's yeah. two jokers. Yeah. There's two jokers in every deck is there's always going to be. Is there two jokers or is this four? There's two. There, there's two. OK, so there's two jokers in every deck. And the way I look at it is this. The one thing that I'm so proud of is the yeah. positivity. That people not just being happy, but they're like super positive, right? Yeah. So I like to spotlight that positivity. Obviously, Good. we talked about the SOA Mayan addicts, the Kim Coates crew, all our regulars who are just unbelievable, right? But there's certain other ones that I've been noticing on Twitter and all that and certain people that I got to give a shout out to. Because yeah, please do. Please I have do. to. And if you have anybody too. And you know what? If anybody doesn't like this. What am I going to tell you? Oh, that's funny too. One, one numb nuts. Uh, one guy, one guy said, when you guys say who cares, Theo's like, the, it, it means that Theo's like a narcissist. He thinks like he's better than everyone. And that, um, and that he, uh, he, uh, he thinks he's bigger than he is. And it's kind of rude that he said, who cares? And I, you know what I think about that? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Like who cares? Who cares? That's so, so ridiculous. It's, so it's it's actually the polar opposite. We're saying who cares because it's not a big deal and you really shouldn't care about it. But again, to each his own. And, and what? And, and no, and we can't. But between you and me, just let's pretend we're not even talking to our family right now. Because right. We are talking to our family. Right. Between you right. and me, by saying who cares, it means I I I don't I didn't know the answer. I don't I don't I wasn't good enough to figure it out. Right. But the fans are the fans are on top of us, and that's why they like to listen to us because we get to share with them. So many beautiful little things that happened in that day or in that month or on that motorcycle. That's what people care about. So when we say who cares, it just means we've got a sense of humor. We are Laurel and Hardy and we care so much. We're just going to say, who cares? And we also don't pretend we don't know things that we don't. We're, we're right. sitting here just being ourselves. We're, Correct. Just, just give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. point is the, the person who thinks I'm uh, apparently a narcissist and, uh, and, and, and whatever for saying who cares, who cares? Um, okay. <laughs> so, so uh, William Morey 14 on Twitter is amazing. Uh, I, I think I'm saying it right. He just, he just writes the greatest things. And I just want to tell him that uh, I appreciate you. I see you. I see everything you post. And um, he actually posed an incredible question, which I'm going to get to later. Oh, um, yeah. This guy, William Morey 14. He's amazing. He, he's he's kind of new. And he, we, we've got him. Yeah, he's got great. Him in a headlock. And he's a he's good guy. Going anywhere. Good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. Sarah Burkert, uh, B-U-R-K-A-R-T, is amazing. And uh, and just been with us from way in the back. And um. And I just appreciate her tremendously. And, uh, and, you know, listen, there's so many other people, obviously my whole crew from who's been there from the beginning, Lindsay Apple and, um, and other people that have been there and always 
big part of Reaper reviews, big part of posting all the time. Uh, Kathis, K A T H I S. Um, we've got we've got Rosie, we've got Fiona, Mandy, we've got Fiona, we've yeah. got Rachel, we've got Amazing everyone people. over in England and Italy and Germany. Yeah. They just they, even when they don't understand because we talk. I talk fast now. I take on your rhythms, yeah, which I'm good. very ash- ashamed of. I yeah. usually have my own rhythms, but I'm picking up Toronto rhythm. Yours. We're getting a Toronto it's a, rhythm. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a Hamilton more. Yes. yes. <laughs> cornfields. It's yeah, a cornfields. Cornfield Hamilton thing. Uh, anyway, they, they all, they, they go, even when I don't understand all of it, I just, I just can't wait to see the next one and hear the next one and watch the next one. That's a good fucking thing in today. Yeah, and a lot of people ask for subtitles. Uh, YouTube, we don't control it. Apparently, YouTube, uh, we're trying for people in other, you know, in other countries and all that. I'm, I'm investigating it every day. Uh, apparently, you know, uh, I don't know. But YouTube is not in, not everywhere. Uh, No, it is, but I guess they can't get subtitles. They can only hear it in English. They can only hear certain ones. So we're trying on that. Oh, I see. And then one other person who is is not just a fan, but also my brother. And uh, we were on Luke Cage together. He's a 10,000 yard rusher in the NFL. He uh, seventh round, uh, seventh pick in the first round out of Virginia uh, has an incredible career. One of very few 10,000 yard rushers in the NFL. Thomas Q Jones always promotes our show. Always. Does so everything. good. Thomas, we love you, buddy. He, he's my man, TJ and uh, TQ. If you're, uh, That's so if you're awesome. listening to this, you know, Kim and I obviously uh, just love you, brother. And you're the man. So, all that being said, here I am in the new room. You are in your, this would be your home base, right? This right, right now during these crazy, beautiful, crazy times, I'm lucky enough to be Canadian and American. Mm-hmm. I have places mm-hmm. in both. Mm-hmm. And right now we are hanging out in Western Canada. This is my home base. Uh, it's just much easier when, I mean, you are back to work. I've been back to work. Yeah. We've got things coming up. It's so much easier to be in Canada and not have to quarantine rather than being in America. I miss my home. I miss my buddies. But I'll be back in the new year. I got a big thing going on in LA at the end of January. I'll be home in LA soon enough. But right now, yes, Western Canada. So you'll be there up. through the holidays working. You'll be there probably Correct. too. Hmm. C- Correct. Yeah, I'll be there probably just after Christmas. Um, I, that's would be my guess. My people will call your people. We'll, we'll let you know. Yeah, and you haven't you haven't done. Um, you're going. Oh, but you have. Have you done what I did, where you were getting tested three times a week, doing uh, filming we and did, all that? We did. We did that film in August. That's right. Yeah. We did that already. That's done. That's in the book. So I'm uh, like you. I'm doing something coming up. I won't be able to tell the people for another couple right. of weeks on these beautiful things. But it's in Ontario. I mean, we do have so many. Uh, it, it's just things are a little bit better up here obviously we're we're we're, yeah, we're listening to scientists and we're, we're 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 taking care of each other a little bit more and 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 uh things are getting back on track in this new normal masks shields six feet away but the cameras are rolling more up here they're starting to in the states sag's getting it together i'm glad to hear i'm sure you've heard yeah it is starting but we still have to be very careful to make sure that this doesn't spread anymore before we can uh call it the new normal. Right? Yeah, it was, it was a true pleasure uh, just filming up there and doing it. Good. All. So, Good. so uh, let's, let's get into this because Here I got to go. tell you something. Um, season three, episode one, I give season three a lot of jabs. I kind of beat up season three a lot when people talk about it, except for the finale, which we've already done. And a lot of people would always say like, Oh, you know, what's your favorite episode? That's the first thing. And then they say, what don't you like? And I'm always like, ah, season three was whatever. 
This is our third episode in season three. Next week, we'll do our fourth. Um, I can't believe that. I I thought we've done more, but good for us. Uh, Next week, next week, we're doing um, uh, season three, episode six, which is uh, something that everyone wanted because of the Kozik Tig thing. But before we get to that, yeah, um, we, you and I had seen this at a premiere. Yeah. I didn't remember any of it. Um, thank God for the preview, which we always say, because you and I are doing these on the fly. Um, this is a giant episode. Theo, I've never taken, we won't get to all of them. We don't have the time. No. I've taken nine Me pages too. of notes. Most notes I've ever taken. I've, I've taken five pages, maybe six, Not maybe like four, this. maybe seven. Not like this. I, I, I don't even know what the hell. So the fans, let's, let's go. The fans, I got reminded about so, S-O, for a couple of reasons. We last left this show, last season, episode two, right? Have we talked about it yet? Have we even done that show? So what we've done from season three, obviously we've done the finale because that was the most recommended one. Um, We did that. And then we did. I don't know. I'm looking. We did one more episode in season three that a lot of people asked for. This is me pulling it up, guys. So if you see me looking down, deal with it. Um, here, view the channel playlist. Okay. So for season three, we did caregiver. Remember that one we did? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that was Stephen season. King. Yeah. That was season three. You might even hear it right now. That was season three. Uh, uh, I don't even know the name, uh, the number, but whatever. It was season three, Caregiver. Is what I, I just, right. I just want to know if we did the final season of season two. Do you know if we did that, episode no. 13? We have. Episode okay, 12? Great. No, because you remember 13. how it ends. It ends. 13. Uh, 13, sorry. Thir- episode 13. No, we didn't because that would end at the pier and we haven't done that yet. Okay, great. Because my point is, here we go. It's the next day. Oof. It's the next day. Oof. Now, the, the fans have to take six months off. Six months. How do they do it? I don't how know. Do, how do fans of this show, season three, we've just, Charlie's on the pier, final, we'll, we'll talk about it more when, when we do it, but it's episode 13, season two, baby's gone, baby's gone. And now we start the whole, like a day later, maybe the same day, Charlie's on the ground, hammered, drunk, upset. Di- like So it's the same, but it's six months later for the fans. How do the fans do it? I'm not, e- I'm not even opening my notes yet. Cause I want to tell you something. Yeah. I, again, and I'm going to change my mind now. I, I, when we watch all the seasons, I'll have a recalibrate well, my opinion on the show well, and what I thought, but season three now, just from, we've only done two. We're about to do the third, the, the third, third episode yeah. in the way we do it. I'm fucking blown away because I'm now thinking what you thought, which is, I know what happens at the end of season two, even though we haven't done it because we've watched the finales. I know that we all were on the air and that he's gone. Abel's gone. They had to wait six months. We're out. Who knows what we're doing in real life? These people are frothing at the mouth to know what happened with Abel. And we come back. I will, that, I will, that that in itself makes season three an amazing season just for that alone. Our Our fans are doing this they're just <laughs> twiddling for six months they're just well here we go let's yarn let's let's ride a bike let's go to work let's make love to our significant yeah. others 
But yeah. when the fuck is September 7th coming? Yeah. When is September 4th coming? When is that next season dropping for SOA? Like, honestly, and, and one more thing, for, for and the fans need to hear this, our family, like we like to call them. Yeah. yeah. We start filming. We filmed that show starting in May every year. So fans are still waiting. They're waiting. We're filming May, June, July, August before we drop our first show in September. So I think for us being back in it after being off for six months, we, we stopped filming in November, I think, Theo. So December, January, February, March, April, May, like five months we had off, five, five and a half months. But uh, boy, yeah, the fans, man. It's a long I way just thought that. about something. We should call, because we said we call our fans family. What about calling them Samly? Sam Crow. Samly. Samly. From Agent 644. I love that. Agent Samley. 644. Agent 644 goes Samley. Sam Lee. There yeah, it is. Hashtag okay. Samley. Samley from Agent 644. Just came up. Fucking A. No, I love it. I haven't even popped this LaCroix yet. <laughs> 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 All right. Now now the ideas really start flowing. Okay, so here we go. Montage. Montage. Go, go, go where you were. Start where you were because we wake up with Jax. Go to that. So we wake up with Jax and, and, and we remember the harrowing scream on the pier and it's a montage. And again, I think our show, uh, even the other writers with Kurt just excelled with these montage beginning and ends. They weren't always that way. But when they were, I feel now that I'm part of our family, I mean, I, I, I really am. I'm, I'm part of this whole watching crew now. I, I like them. They, they let me at least sit back with my heavy alcoholic beverage, watching this show going, all right, where are we? Where's Katie? Where's Tara? Where's where Jax? And all of a sudden we see Katie outside a motel and Tig is out there. I'm, we're in a motel. Tig, Tig's got the watch on, 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 on Gemma. She's on the land, man. She's right. And, 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 and then we, we took another little trip down. The cigar shop is closed. Now, Theo, because you remember more than I do. I'm so mm -hmm. much older than you are. Yeah, you are. We didn't kill Zobel. Yeah, I didn't realize that. We didn't kill him. He got on a plane or something? He got on a plane. Mm -hmm. And you and I, again, when we talk about those yeah, episode we'll 12 out. and 13, we'll find out. But he, his cigar shop is closed. And there they are. Here, here's, here's, here's Sons of Anarchy. We're going to show the cigar his car, uh, shop is all closed up. Okay. Um, oh, wait, wait, hold on. Before you go, I just want to write yeah. what I wrote because it just shows you how, because this is literally my writing right here yeah. on my phone. Opening with Jacks by Crib, and I said, that song is killer. And then I wrote, fuck, I love this show. I literally wrote that with exclamation points because I was so in from the preview. I was in. So, yeah. you know, we talk about part, being part of the Samly, the Sam Crow family, the Samly. I am... I'm in right now. Here's what I wrote, which I thought was interesting. Love I always find little things. Tara's kitchen with the stain. There's a yeah. stain there, right? Yeah. Foreshadowing. Not that I probably think he knows, but ultimately will be the same kitchen where she takes her demise. My up. favorite episode. Yeah. yeah. My favorite episode, my favorite ending, right? That, that Okay. So again, Jenna hiding out in a same, it looked like the same house or the same set. That ultimately Juice was hiding out at down the road. The, you're talking about the motel? The motel? No, no, no. Originally, uh, yes, the motel. 
Because Gemma's at a it's motel. It's hiding out. Correct. She's at the motel with you yeah, outside. on the lap. Yeah. Okay. And then you have on one of those jackets that we would yeah. wear. Okay. What are those? Explain that. They're, they're, well, we didn't want, we took our cuts off. Gemma's on the lamb. There's no SOA. There's no Sam Crow. There's just me smoking a cigarette and they were but black. But it's like a short sleeve jacket. Some of them were. Uh, was mine? I don't think mine was. I think mine was long sleeve, actually. It was literally no cut. It's just an absolute, we're on this, we're on the lamb. She's outside of Charming. She's up north a little bit. And we're not, we're not, we're not broadcasting that we're that we're part of Sam Crow. That's but we all, all wore is. the same ones. It was this kind of still a uniform thing that we would wear. They yeah, maybe. Look yeah. the same. No, good, def- good, good definitely. Job. Because I remember the way they fit. And like I said, are- maybe, but good for you. <laughs> <laughs> people, people figure it out in the comments. But they are these jackets. They're like road jackets or whatever. And ultimately, you're going to see them when we go to Belfast and all that. When you go to Belfast, I don't. But I'm looking for Belfast. I, I know. Well, I can't <laughs> wait to talk about that. And okay, good for you. No, okay. I remember that now. Kind of. So point. I just I thought the Tara House thing was pretty interesting to me. Okay, yeah. just that. Okay, so we go to a close up shot of John Teller number one or two. Who knows what John Teller that is in the picture? We're going to the one, the guy in the picture. That's John Teller. It is right. We're not sure which John Teller. Not the but. same voice in the voiceover. No. <laughs> the same. No, no. Could be a different one in pictures. Yeah. This John yeah. Teller is like the I'm, man of I'm many actually, faces. I'm actually convinced that if we were at a bar right now and we had a, like a Sam Crow quiz night, yeah. uh, people would know exactly how many faces of John Teller. Was it two? Was it three? Was there one? There's more there than one. There was a few. There was definitely more than one. I don't think I'm making that up, but that one was the most predominant. That uh-huh. one, but I know that that guy also kind of shows up sometimes as an extra, you know, uh, he, he, he did, he, he did. was okay. in the background and, and <laughs> he let us know who was really playing in the show. And we exactly. Went back. Got so sometimes you might see John Teller at a party or something in the show. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, then Opie and Chibs throwing Jacks in the shower. I yeah, love- like how, how, how does, how does Ryan even pick him up? He's strong. Like, so, He's it's a big like, guy. like, like Opie. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying this was like 10 years ago. Like Ryan Hurst, he was beast. We're all be, we're all pretty strong in that show. Uh, but he just picked him right up. Like he was a fireman, slung him over his shoulder and took him right in the shower. Like, and like, I love when Chibs calls people kid. Come on, kid. Yeah, come, come on. on kid. I, lo- I love that. I just love yeah. when he does that. It's just who he is. But this was the point Ryan was in incredible shape at this moment yeah he sure was he, he sure was, was. Yeah. arms were everywhere mm-hmm. yeah and i and i and i knew in season three that takes gonna have to show his ass so i was doing my best to make sure that my pot belly was long gone by the time well the you time were looking me. cool outside the room when they first showed Gemma, and again yeah. we had to go back to you know Gemma's on the run you got tasked with going with her which again what a cush job that is because you don't got to be with all the jackals you're on your own this was the beginning of Gemma Island for me. Yeah. That, this was it. We've already talked about when we met Stephen King. We've got a few more oil jobs coming up. We've got a few more where me and Gemma and Tara, some fun shit goes down in that house of, of, of Hal Holbrook's house. Mm-hmm. But this was the beginning of where I knew, Kim Coates knew that most of my early stuff, my first four episodes, were going to be with Gemma most of the time. And those were 
fun fucking times, man. It is. It is. And you, and it's funny because now you kind of are one of the few people that could also understand what I was going through in the later seasons where you're not really with anybody. So you'd come in and work and we weren't there. You, know, you were kind of on your own and uh, which is nice, right? Because instead of 11 people, 10 people being in makeup, you're there with like just Gemma and doing your thing. And Perfect. Perfect. Do you want to run lines, Gemma? Sure, Kim. Do you want to learn, run lines, Kim? Sure, Katie. There's not 11 yeah. people so, making fun no. of each other, no, no, ripping no, 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 each no, no, other. No. Everybody's doing farting and yelling. <laughs> yeah. Farting and yelling. That's so true. That should be what it's called, farting and yelling. Um, okay, so Gemma's, uh, we go, Gemma, we see them throwing chips, calls people, kid. Okay, Gemma reaction to Clay on phone. Oh, she thank God most, you're bringing that up. Most love I've ever seen her show to him. Uh, she's uh, in the dark about Abel, which I totally forgot about. When Gemma tells Clay she loves him over the phone, that might be the deepest love she's expressed to him. I wrote ever. the same thing. Sometimes it's easier. Oh, and what do you think about this, Theo? You, you're smarter at this shit than me. Sometimes it's easier to do that really emotional shit over the phone. Mm-hmm. And in person, sometimes, and you can see Katie's face. Katie's face was, I, I, I sense she was scared. I sense she really did love Clay and she does love Clay. And there was a lot going on for her. And to be able to say it into a, into a, a phone like that was really important. And it, it came across big time for both of us. Well, you said something there that's really interesting, which is true in life as well as in acting, I believe, which is. One, it's a lot easier to say things over a phone. Uh, yeah, somebody can be because yeah. you, know, you can, you whether you can just say it right, and you're not really looking. You know, they say the eyes never lie or whatever. Now, in acting, you and I know this: you're only as good as your dance partner, right? You can do the best yeah. you can on your coverage, but the better your scene partner is, the better you. The better are. you are, one hundred percent. But that being said, sometimes when you're alone. And it's just you and a phone, which is basically being alone. It's kind of good to act like that sometimes and express emotion and break down and kind of show love because you're working with whatever is in your internal monologue, whatever's going on inside your head. So she was incredible in that scene. And that's the most love she's ever shown for Clay. I mean, you and I both wrote it. So I'm sure everybody gets that. And it really showed how tight they were at that moment. Um, so she's in the dark about Abel. Nobody's told her. And then we he, then we go to that obligatory Jack's shower scene before the credits, of course, right? Gotta and have it. The drops coming it. down too. Gotta like have they it. They did it. Really nice. Beautiful shot. Really nice shot. Really beautiful. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Who directed this one? But yeah. Awesome. Really good. So then we get, uh, we have a good Jackson Tara scene right after that, that credits roll. Tell and me I, about and that. I, well, and I've written, I've written down. Tara is slowly turning into Jax's old lady. Mm. She's turning into this doctor slash biker chick. Or wait, is she more biker chick slash doctor? Mm. Like she's really being pulled now from that whole Jax's old lady, doctor. Things are starting to happen in her mind for sure. And he's, you know, and he's, uh, uh, kind of pushing her away because he's going through his stuff and he thinks that everything is, uh, you know, he, he just kind of, 
feels like he everything he touches goes wrong, right? And yeah. he's just a bad guy. So there's something I noticed yeah. in that too, because I notice all the dumb shit. He has that hoodie on that just says "Son S O N," which I loved. I never wore one on the show. That's such a great. I never did either. Was he the only one? I think so. Such a great hoodie. It's a great shirt. Uh, It's got the sweatshirt. It just says S O N. I mean, I'm gonna have to notice that more. Good for you. Yeah, I don't have one. I wish I had one. They're great. I never wore anything from Sons of Anarchy in my personal life, but I do think that that's a pretty great one. Also. Uh, Clarence is at his best and you know who I mean by Clarence, which is clay. Somebody, somebody said, nobody ever calls clay Clarence ever on the show. And that's no. his real name. That's his real name. Clarence Morrow. Yeah, that's it. Think about that. Has I, anybody I ever it. said Clarence ever? No, no. We should have done it more when <laughs> we were filming should've. with him. I should have for sure. Hey, Clarence, <laughs> take it down a notch. Clarence, <laughs> give me that cigar when you're done with it. Hey, Claire. No. We'll it do it in Clay. the Christmas episode. In the Christmas episode, we'll do it. We're going to do it. Clarence, I love it. I love so, it. So, again, this is what I said. I've mentioned this before, but this was the moment I realized it. If Jax is an action figure, and if you're always going to remember Sons and immortalize it in your brain, this is the Jax. He's got the long, super long hair. His beard's on point. He's got the hoodie with the sun. He's got the cut. It's sewn on. Remember, you know, the whole thing is sewn on. This is the Jax before the shaved head, before when we first started where no one knew. So this is that image that I always remember. So this is the one, this is the season I always remember him from. So his grief is, and, and feeling like he's a danger, right? Like he's a danger to everyone is a huge turning point for that character because Jax was the hero in the beginning, right? In the beginning, the first bunch of seasons, he's the hero. And then we start to see like kind of the darker side, which I think this is the beginning. These are the seeds of it, not to use a another episode title, but these are the seeds of him starting to feel that everything he touches goes wrong. And he's using that to push her away and that she doesn't belong here. That's a it's, it's huge. And I, I and on that note, I want to ask you a question. It, it's not that it was a common theme between Jax and Tara, but that push, pull, push, pull, it did go on. Mm-hmm. It did it did go on as loving couples forget about forget about being Jax Teller. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mm-hmm. anybody has that push and pull thing going on, right? And and I think I think Charlie. The reason why Charlie, for me, in, in season three, begins to be iconic is because he, we've already had the, the – Clay and Jax get into it early in season one. They, they, they're going to split up. He's going nomad in season two. Gemma tells the truth about what happened to her, brings the boy and the father back together in our show. Now we're season three. And his son has been stolen from him under his watch. His son, who was getting better, who Maggie saved, who God's going to give them a little gift and a healthy little baby boy now, he's gone. In fact, right now, he could be dead. He could be never seen again. And so Charlie's an actor, and I've always said this, when you are given, you, you, you are so numb two things because of the pain you speak nothing but the truth 
because none of it matters anymore. Mm-hmm. And his that scene with him and Tara of uh, pushing her away and you can't be with me anymore because everything that I touch turns to shit, right? You know, it, it's it's really deep for 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 Jax. And I think he uh at the end of this episode, which we'll get to in about an hour and a half at this rate, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at the end of this episode, when Clay tasks him over half sack's body to show something in front of the guys, because yeah. he's, lost. he's lost. lost. It's just, I, I couldn't, and I wasn't there that night. I was, I'm still on the run with Gemma. So to see it on the TV last night for me was, uh, you guys were all spectacular in that yeah, slow motion. Anyway, and- that's, and again, I think that, you know, what you said, I think sometimes pain can bring, you know, anger, which could be false words. But I think a lot of times if, you know, you go through a significant amount of loss or you're you're definitely a feeling of pain and anger, not just as an actor, but as a person, that truth just kind of comes because you start to think like, I got nothing to lose anymore. No, so that's care. right. Those people are the most dangerous to other people because a lot of people don't want to hear the truth all the time, you know? Um so when you, I think when you fully find yourself and whether that be through multiple loss or through traumatic experiences, you start to be really honest with people and people are just like, whoa, that's a little too much for me. And I think at that moment she was broken by it. So yeah, um, we're in the field with Leroy, which yeah, was I mean, right but, across from our set. But, but before we do that, I yeah. have to, I have to, I have to just say that when, when Jax leaves, Maggie gets to oh, yeah. abs. Now for all of our family out there, our new family of fans of beautiful peeps listening and watching as an actor, when you are told, okay, destroy the room, destroy it. Now we had Steve Frankel. We had David Frederick, two of the best camera operators in the entire world. Davey and Steve were our two faves. They they did. They're still doing the show. We they they did them all, and they're still doing it. We just don't know where they are doing it in their basements. These two guys, two cameras. Maggie Sift was shown by the set. Anthony Medina. They would walk around, and he, they would go. This can come off. This can be careful with this glass here, or this is breakable. And then you know you know what they do. They go and Stephen. Where I think it was Stephen K. Directed this. Sorry if it's not. I apologize. But you you back up. And you go, Dave, are you ready? Steve, are you ready? And the boys get their focus. And then Maggie gets one shot. It's destroy the room. And those are, as an actor, some of the most fun things ever because you don't plan anything. You don't know really what you're going to do, which is uh, all like all improv and instinctual, which are are the, the most fun times for an actor anyway. That was fun for Maggie. And she just fucking destroyed that little pantry. That and you were room, right. It is, Steve, it is Stephen K who directed it. Who's a beast. And just Stephen like, K, I love you, Steve. I love Stephen too. Uh, I, I I can only hope he's listening to this. So we cut to um yeah the field, which was right across yeah. from our set. It looks like it's on another planet, but it wasn't. We're with Leroy, um, super industrial. That that I mean that shows Wait, that's North Hollywood. Where, where was that? North was Hollywood, that? right across from the set. It was right across. I know exactly where you're talking. Yep. With the big wire, the big telephone wires yep. and the open dirt. Just a giant everywhere. open field. Just a giant open field. Yeah. Keep going. Love it. And uh and my man ER is there in the background. And then they bring out that the guy they call Mr. Magoo, who Mr. actually Magoo. was the uncle from Napoleon Dynamite. 
There's a love him. fact there. Love He's him. amazing in that scene. Um, so we do that little scene, which is, you know, you know, typical sons, which I love. Um, so Hale is on his way up. We go to Hale. Is he getting a promotion? He yeah. is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Unce is going to hand it down. Unce is ready to walk. Unce is ready to hand it to Hale. Hale's going to become the guy. Is he retiring? Was this on again? I sorry. Well, I'm he's got he's, he's got um, the he's got he's got the cancer. He's, he's got, got the, the cancer. Casino. Yeah, the he's big. Small, casino. He got the big. He's got the big casino. Yeah. So he doesn't have a lot of time left. So he wants to hand it while he can help the young one along. You ah, take over, and I'll watch you while I while I get high on. My we'll know night. that when we get to season two. But that was he did that on purpose. I think so. Or, okay. I think so. Yeah. Okay. So Clay, uh, the Clay, we see the the crew riding up. By the way, I just maybe I'm always looking for it. The clay double is in full effect in that scene. If anybody wants to catch it, you could see it. Like that's the most I've ever seen the clay double in camera. A little too close. A little see, too the, close. The, the, the greatest things about anyone when you use a double, right? You don't want to show your face, sides fine, hair back, but you don't really, you know, no. but you can you can get away with certain things on a bike because it's yeah. kind of quick. Back that was side. a slow pullout. And and it was it was a double. Yeah. Yeah, and we're pulling up to the pier. Uh, one thing I want to say about Perlman in this, he was jacked in this season. This is the biggest I've ever seen, Ron. No, they. you want to talk about an action figure? Oh, my goodness. Perlman, I think, has one because his arms are the size of the Hulk. <laughs> his his hand- face is sculpted. His hands are beautifully make up to make him have that arthritis that he yeah. can't really ride as well. Yeah. He just was in prime physical shape. Things were so good for Clarence. Clarence was jacked yeah. at that moment. Yeah, my favorite. Um, yeah. So we pull up to the pier. You have now, uh, you aren't a part of any of this. No. Okay. That was something else. Um, that was something else. That pier in itself was down by San Pedro. So we'd go down there. Uh, you remember it from the season before, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we're down there. Uh you and Gemma were down at the pier. Well, but, hey, let me just let me yeah. add to what you're saying there. So, and and these little subtle things again that we we brought up about Jax's character. When you guys get to the pier, Jax didn't even want to go on the. He's pier. out of it. He, he's out of it. This is where this is. We're going back to the scene of the crime for him. Correct. We're going back to the last time we saw him on the last episode of season two to the pier. So he doesn't. He doesn't even. Right, he want to be and there. then and he doesn't want to be this. So he's looking around, and he and he picks up. I'm going to call it a toque. Sure, um, you you can call it a lid or a hat or whatever you beautiful Americans call There's it. But I'm going to beanies. They call a it a beanie. Yeah. Beanies even better. Yeah, baby. So he picks beanie. up it's that a baby. baby. Right. So he picks up a baby beanie. Right. Those a things Abel. are amazing with the reaper on it. Holy shit! I think I think Fox sold those things for two million bucks each oh when they God. did that. Every kid has those. They look like Abel. And by they're, the way, by the way, this is no joke. In the neighborhood I live in, in Austin, three kids are named Jax. From, <laughs> wait, wait, from Sons of Anarchy. Of course. Like, of course. that's the first thing they tell me when I meet the kids. They're like, oh, yeah. this is my son. His name's Jax. And I'm like, yeah. oh. Jackson or Jax. And they're like, oh, man. it's from the show. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, there's a lot of Jax. I, I, and no I go, Tigs. I, no, I go, like, how, how about Tig? They go, my, my, my turtle. Yeah, turtle. My, my cat. I have dogs. Because the, cat, the cat's crazy. Oh yeah, you got I, I I get cats. Dogs, fish, nuts. Yeah, yeah. No kids. They're not naming no. kids. Juice or tig. Tig. What are you crazy? 
What are you nuts? <laughs> can you imagine naming your kid Tig? Can you imagine if somebody <laughs> said, "This is my kid Tig," and it's from Sons of Anarchy? I'd be like, "What's wrong with You're, you?" You can call him Tigger. <laughs> call him Tigger if you want, but Tig. But there's a lot of kids named Jax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot yeah, of kids named Jax. So. He, he, he's got the beanie uh, that he finds that, which is puts it in his pocket. Then there's a move where Clay takes it and says, you'll get this back when we find him. Cause we will find him. Funny. Yeah. Beautiful. Cause we will find him. I know. I love that. I, I mean, you're not, and you're, and he says, I'll give it back when you find him, when we find him. Cause we are going to find him. I love all that shit. Um, all right, so I just wrote this and this is literally what I wrote. You and Gemma scene when she's on the run, I need to know all about this. You're on the Island. See, what a great the, scene. The, this this was a really good scene because I, I I wrote this down. We are it's the first time you see the two of them talk to one another really in 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 this episode. And she wants out. She's she she she's getting stir crazy. She's got to go. And I I wrote down that they're both like wild horses, right? Physical toughness is not welcomed by Gemma. Too many ghosts still with what happened to her with Zobel's crew. Everybody is looking for Gemma. Okay, so when I grab her, the first reaction is, is again, ghosts coming back to her. Yeah, and you Tig know it too. You know Tig it, you see it. it. I say sorry right away. I see it. But when you're, you know, she's the boss. Gemma's the matriarch. Gemma's wearing the crown, but I'm the guy tasked to make sure she doesn't fuck up, run away, do the things she's not supposed to. So I'm still the man in this situation. But Gemma and Tig, uh, again, they've had all this past. I get a lot of get a lot of things on social media, Theo, asking, did you two ever do it? Mm. Did you two? No, did you love one another? Closest, did you? Right? Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. But I, I again, Sutter was again so uh, that locomotive just kept going forward. We didn't deal with the past that much. It was always going forward. So I, uh, I enjoyed, the, I enjoyed that motel stuff with Gemma, and then I enjoyed the Hal Holbrook stuff coming up oh, at his house. So yeah, so yeah, and and again, just you two have. You know, they use the word a lot in uh, in acting but and in life, but the chemistry between you two is amazing. There seems to be a tremendous Thanks. amount of respect when you guys are Thanks. acting with each other, which uh, you don't see a lot. You know, there's a lot of like patience when you guys are acting with each other and you're listening to each other, which we know if you're not listening, which actors sadly don't do anymore. Um, but the listening Best. is you can see it. So I love that. So we Good. go back to the pier. My guy, Dorian Missick, uh, who I love, is coming down. Uh, they're coming down to do something to the boat. Uh, we get into that chase scene, and there it is, right? Season season premiere, big old chase scene. So, so can I ask you a question? Did sure. we get better and better stunt drivers every year? We had more money. We had more money. Yeah, because you notice they did an accident in that scene, like literally a car hit into no, a car. I I wrote it down. Yeah. And for, and when and we when we start doing that, when shows start doing that, you, you have money. more money and you have more time more. and you have better people you can hire to do shit like That's that. That's how and you boy, know you're a hit. Yeah, man. I agree. 100%. That's like that French connection stuff. Like you're able to do more stuff yeah. as opposed to like, how fast can we get this? What's the coolest it can look yeah. and the cheapest? And yeah. how can we have these guys here the shortest amount of days? Well, now you got a whole stunt unit. 
doing stuff. And that's where we were at at that point. So it looks great. And again, it's just, you could tell the budgets got bigger. It's a great thing. We're riding through. And I remember it like it was yesterday that because we were really doing those rides. We were flying through the streets. Yeah. And, um, you know, the Bob wire and Opie getting stuck and, um, it, it's great. So then, um, coming up is it's two things coming up. Uh, okay. Big standoff we, where we stand off with those guys where we pull up and it shows, it really does show how sons weren't really scared of anybody. Like sons weren't scared of anyone. We just kind of were in it. Right. Opie and Jack's pull up. We're always outnumbered. Didn't matter. We're ready to go at all times. Bobby's got a gun to his head. He doesn't flinch. Well, no, this is what we did. Like most people, when you pull up and there was 18 AK shotgun guns coming from guys you don't really know, most guys are going, well, well, hey, well, this is what we do. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, this is a bother. That's what it feels like. Shit, I'm not going to make my lunch now. No. Um, My coffee break is not going to be as long today. I mean- because we're sons of anarchy. Yeah. And, and everyone, and Bobby put his foot right up on his bike right away, kept those nice little goggles on. And, and I get my, my question to you, because you were there that day. How did Clay and Jax get there so fast? Like when you guys took off, those two still have a scene, a scene about the toque and you hang on, kid, we're going to find your bait. And all of a sudden, they're there. Well, like, Jax got there later because he helped out Opie. So Jax and Opie pulled up actually last. So they were Clay even, was there first. Did he fly there us. on a helicopter? You know, I got to think that in this big chase, in the suspension of disbelief, which is what it is, that somehow they caught up to us after the 10-minute scene. But let's be honest, scene. it was to save time and get them in the scene. And Fuck we know yeah, that, sure was. Yeah. You have to no, just get it, past the reality of it. Clarence wasn't even sweating. He got off his Clarence bike. Clarence was even not sweating. sweating. And he, he was, was so cool in season three. He's just cool in so season three. Cool. He found himself in a, he found that character. So now we go to something that, uh, oh, and speaking of, I just want to say that we're in this big scene, this big standoff with yeah. these guys. No TIG there, which is so odd, right? Because you're usually yeah. like the first guy on the side. I'm certainly right there by Clay and, and, and Charlie for yeah, sure. Ready to go. So that was ready to odd not fucking seeing cut some Yeah. So we go to the cemetery. Yeah. I always love the cemetery. There's always a calmness. I, I maybe I like them in real life too, but there is a calmness. I do. And a quiet. I, I do. do too. I do too. They're so quiet and calm. I just went to uh, one of the last times I was in New York. I went to my uncle's one in Brooklyn. I remember just being there for a little while because it wasn't that cold and it was just it's very one of the few places where it's literally quiet and just calm. And, and it's, it's just real human beings are there. That's right. They're, they're, they're not talking back. You know, they're everybody's there. there they're to, everybody's there to be introspective and like have a moment. How about that? Think about how about life. that? How about that? How and, about and that's what graveyards do. And that graveyard, because uh, you know, our, our, our family needs to hear about this, that graveyard, boy, we were there countless times in Altadena, Pasadena area, mm-hmm. countless yeah. times, right yeah. by where I live up there. Yeah. And I'm telling you what, we love those days because it did exactly that deal. And we go there a couple of times, uh, I think. Uh, right where I pine. used to live. Yeah, I used to be yeah. at work pretty quick. Yeah, boom. That was a big cemetery, yeah. So, so again, when we're there, and then there's something that happens there. I'm going to tell you something. Piney comes up. 
I have yet, I don't know how many we've done of these. You know, we say there's 92 for all I know we've done 90 or we've done six or I'm in the matrix. Yeah. I don't know what's happening, yeah. but I will tell you this. This is the first time I had to stop myself from crying. I don't know what it was, but when he said, I miss JT. I'm so glad. I welled that up. That affected you. It really got me. I and, and so did Charlie and so did I and oh. so did our fans who watched that show. Eight years ago, and us tonight or last night. Going, when, going. And that that piney shit. I have it right here. Love that piney shit so much. Whenever it comes, I love it. And for the first time last night, I'm thinking: Is like, is William Lucking like the ghost of John Teller? Like, is he the ghost of John for or his Jack? Spirit, his spirit where his spirit is coming out of this man? Because anyway. Beautiful. And and you know, Lucking, you know Billy. I knew Billy. When that scene was almost ready to be over and he went to the van to just pull out of there, he touched his shoulder and he pulled on his tug or his, oh his cut. He pulled his cut, just a little love, love pull. And and, and that, that affected Charlie. Charlie was almost gone. I would and that affected was lucky, me. man. Affected me. God God bless Billy. I, he was so I, good. I, he just has, you know, they, we use the word, there's a gravitas to that man that many actors, you know, it makes me think of like Gene Hackman and certain. Well, you actors. just said the, you just said the French connection with Gene Hackman. Yeah. Hackman is like lucky. They are the same ilk of that, of that generational actor. That was, is a different time, different time. He has different. the greatest story too. I don't, I'm not going to tell it because I'll, 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 destroyed the story but with uh what's his name who played Patton? um oh yeah what's his yeah name? yeah Whatever. scott scott yeah, george c scott george c scott can, can i tell the story because i have to. yeah i don't okay. remember it okay so he's doing a film with george c scott he told me this story because i was asking him about all his past stuff because I, you know i'm crazy about hollywood history so he's telling me about this uh he works with george c scott and he's a young actor bill yeah. is young yeah. George C is George C at this point. He's, you know, big. When he than, came out of his mother, he was 65 years old. Yeah. He, and, he's and he big, stayed that way, though. And he's big he's in life, big in acting. One of the biggest actors, yeah. one of the biggest everything. And if anybody who's listening to this knows who George C. Scott is, and if you don't, go look him up and right. go see Patton and everything else he's in. But he does a movie with him. And uh, George, he wants to meet him because he has a scene with him and he just wants to meet him before it and maybe, maybe even run lines. And, Hi, and Mr. Build. Scott. Hi, Bill Mr. Lucky. Scott. Hi, now, Mr. Bill's Scott. a big guy. Let's yeah. talk about how big Bill is. Big yeah. guy. Piney, we're talking he about. Ca- he came out of his mummy. He was already five foot eight. I big mean, guy. Yeah, big five guy. foot eight on the table. Yeah. So on the he, table. he goes up to George C. Scott, knocks on his trailer and says, Mr. Scott, you know, hi, I'm, you know, Bill Lucky and I'm playing, you know, whatever in the movie. Oh, oh, come in, come in, come in. You know, whatever. And he says, we have this scene coming up. Oh, I remember, remember this. this. <laughs> yes. And uh, <laughs> it's one of my favorite. I still, I literally think about it. Every time, every time I'm going to act, I think about it. No, as soon as you said, George, he said, come in, come, come in, in. No, come into no, my Winnie, come into the yeah, Winnebago, come, come in. into the trailer. The door. Yeah. And George C. Scott offers him a scotch, pours a big scotch for himself right. and a big one for Bill. That's right. And Bill says, as a young actor, no, 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 I'm fine. We have the scene. We're going to do the scene. <laughs> And George C. Scott says, only a fool would go out there so well. <laughs> <laughs> It's the best line I've ever heard about being on set and acting. Because he's only right. a fool. 
would go out there sober. No, think about that. Think about um, that. So, uh, that's In the 70s. That story. Think about that. Perfect. Only a fool would go out there sober. And if you've, if you've done any acting or you've done anything where there's tons of people and you just think about the weight of that coming from someone like George C. Scott, it's amazing. It's an amazing story. I, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love okay. It. So Piney, that got me. Um, <sighs> just an amazing scene. So great scene with Tara and Stahl. Um, look, at truly- Tara, look, look, look at Tara throwing it down. Stahl. Badass. No, throwing it down. Yeah. You had, had Allie going to her car and, and Maggie like pushing the door. Like these two gals, they were ready to start to scrap. And then when, when and at the end, when Tara says, you stay away from my family. I listen, Stahl is truly the ultimate. What? I mean, I know Sons gets no recognition for anything. Like we don't get recognition. We never got recognition for awards. We don't get rec- Even when I hear people talk about, oh, the greatest shows of all time, like for some reason, They still like are like, you know, they'll say every other show. And I'm like, this is so silly because, you know, Sons has got the biggest fan base. It's all around the world. It's got whatever it is. Hollywood always had this problem with Sons. But Stahl is one of the greatest villains ever Ever. on television. Ever. I'm 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 not even sure Allie knew when she said yes to doing this character. I'm not even sure she knew the scope of her arc. And what she was going to do in the three seasons that we had her. Honest to God. Fucking phenomenal. The thing she does with her breath and like the way she, the way she looks at people and the way, whatever. So then Clay comes up and Clay gives her the business in that scene. That was like, that was full on threatening Clay, Clarence. (laughs) Clarence tells her anything happens to his grandson. There will be, I'm going to quote. Okay. There will be a gun shoved up where the sun don't shine and blow her black heart out. Now, I stopped. I stopped the TV, Theo. I sat back. I poured myself another scotch. I came back. I rewinded it and I watched it again. Because in that moment, for the first time, one of my favorite movies, if my my family doesn't know this, is, is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. First Disney cartoon movie, first animated, very first one. I was a little kid. I was like, what, what's happening? What's happening? And that witch, that witch in the Snow White Witch had an apple that then turned black. It was this red, red that mm-hmm. turned black. And when he said, I'll blow that black heart out, she reminded me of the witch from oh, Snow White. And I was just like. Wow, it's nice when you have analogies and memories. Yeah, of- that's cool anyway, too. And it just shows what an scene. enemy she was. And that fact that that pulled up that memory shows. But it was a beautiful scene. So Jax is back at home. Yeah. Seeing Gemma's number and the rec room. He says another Jesus Christ. You know, he he sees, again, Jesus Christ is one of those words, uh, one we- of those sayings on this show that is. Were, were we allowed to say that a lot? We couldn't say the F word. That's why. Couldn't say God a lot unless it was in context of actual a Bible or, right? But G- shit, a lot of shits, a lot but of That's Jesus why Christ. when people say, why did you guys say Jesus Christ so much? What you have to understand is it was a filler. That's right. For not being able to curse. To swear, really. That's right. Apparently, they're allowed to curse in the Mayans. We've talked about this in a previous episode. They're allowed to curse on TV now. They're allowed to say things we were not. More rules. And, and because we of had that, more, we had more rules. Yeah, we had more rules. So Jesus Christ was a big filler for us. So um, that goes to Gemma on the run and behind Tig's back. She's trying to get away. 
Like, I loved it. Go ahead. Because I got to tell you one of my favorite parts of that scene, but go ahead. But what kind of a fucking watchdog am I? What am I? What am I? What am I watching the Yankees on my bike? Like, like I, here's Gemma with the hat on and she just happens to like sneak away from the mo- What? Where the fuck am I? Might've been watching the Red Wings. Might've been watching the Red Wings. Honestly, I'm completely dropped my, I'm, I'm just completely fail. She sneaks um, out. And the best part about that, you have to understand the little nuances that I'm wondering please. if it was written in the screen, uh, in, in, this, in the you. script. What? She goes to hotwire the thing, but she can't see it. She has to put on her glasses. Oh, that's funny. I did see, I, I saw her. She literally that. goes to do it and she goes, for fuck. Like she goes and has to put on her glasses because she can't see the hot wires. I know. I love it. Probably. She probably did that on her own. Amazing. She probably did that on her Amazing own. Amazing choice Beautiful. as an actor. No, Amazing. great. It's great. It's and real. to be She's frustrated real. by it. Frustrated yeah. that you can't see. Yeah. It's like no. you with the clicks. Yeah. Sometimes you got to click them on. And you don't even no. know. <laughs> don't even know. That's exactly right. So I, I just thought that was such an amazing. Then she stabs this guy in the crotch. As yeah. you call it, his joint. Yeah. Go from there because it's a great scene with you two in the room. Yeah, we, we go from there. She calls me Tigger. Like, like, I don't even know when the first time or the second time or the third time was when Gemma called Tig Tigger. But she got away with Tigger more than anyone on that show. And that, again... I just wrote down, she's the boss. I mean, I, I, I just, what's my thing? Look at Tara, biker chick. Oh, yeah, no, that's coming up on the operating room. Yeah, no, no, just, again, uh, Gemma stabbing someone. Don't ever fuck with her. Uh, it was she funny, though. Right, right, funny. Near, right near his business. You know what? Right by the business. <laughs> and you guys, you, you're, again, what I always love about Tig and it is, and you probably, you probably know this, but what a realization it is of his humanity when he sees someone do something bad. And then he's like, what are you doing? Like, why would you do that? And I'm like, how could you even think about doing something like that? But you like what I do, I do it all. I do it all and more in my sleep. I do it. But, and then I said, do do you know how many favors we owe this guy now? (laughs) Like I I, I gave him my phone number. I'm going to give him my next bike. I, you know, before I kick him in the ass and say, get the hell out of here. But yeah, Gemma, funny. It's great. So then we go to Jackson Tara uh, again, him telling her to go. There's so many great moments in that scene and it's such a well-written scene. But one of the things I said in it, and I wrote the line down, we don't know who we are until we are connected to someone else. The great line that is, I mean, come on. You wrote it down too. What a great, look at this, Kim. We are simpatico. This not only is this our podcast now, we're actually writing the same shit. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, peeps, we do not phone each other. We We have no time for that shit. No, until that. No, it's one of the great lines. We're lucky we can record these things. Um, No, and you're you're so good at this kind of shit, Theo Rossi, John. We don't know who we are till we are connected to someone to someone else. So. Think Break about that, that down. Break that down. Because a lot of that that line is being done right now by a lot of people around the world. This beautiful planet that we are slowly fucking up, but hopefully we get it back. And we're fu- and it, we're, yeah, and, right. And so uh, people are really having time to reflect or think about or their loved ones or their lack. Of, maybe they're by themselves, which is so lonely right now. More lonely than they've ever been. Mm-hmm. Anxiety is everywhere, right? So Depression. listen. 
and depression. So think about that line. I mean, it's true. Uh, yeah, I took it as for me and everybody, everybody will respond to this different because I, again, I don't want anyone. I never want anyone who, who is alone to feel like that the line doesn't relate to them because we've all, it been, does. we've all it been does. to someone at one point, whether it be our parents or siblings, a relationship, a friend, a teacher, uh, uh, somebody, anybody. What I took about that is that we are egomaniacal human beings who are based in narcissism when we are alone. It's what we do. We think everything is happening to us. We think that it's all about us, right? This is what is so beautiful and yet crazy about having children, right? Like children are just living in their own world that whatever they want, yeah. they want and whatever they need, they need. And if they don't get it, they cry. And if they don't, you know, it's just the way it is. But when you don't really know who you are, you never yeah. think about yourself until you're attached to another human and yeah. you're forced to go, do I do that? Yeah. Is that who I am? Is that this? So I thought that was so, it's so deep, that line. Very, very deep. And a, and a beautiful time of the show to say it. And again, it, it, it allows that Jack's Tara relationship to continue oh. and go forward and reflect. Because trust me, this is the first show of season three. We've got three more seasons of that beautiful love affair, that, that gnarly love affair between Tara and Jack's coming up. So, that helped bounce it right forward. So we go right to Hal Holbrook. Um, oh, no. Sorry. Before yeah. we do that, you guys know this is what I wanted to say. I needed to say this. this is the first time we're seeing the caregiver, Amelia. Um, yeah. Because yeah. it's obviously episode one. Yeah. Uh, season three. Yeah. Your reaction to her is priceless. I just have yeah, to but- tell you, did you know prior She's- to this? Like- What's that? Did I know that we were going look- to hook up? Yes. No, not at all. Oh wow! No, not no, no, that was not a choice. No, in fact, what I what I I have a couple of things that I do want I, I do want to say about that. Like uh, Monique, Monique was she was beautiful. Amelia, beautiful, great actress. Batman, she's been in so many things. Just again, these stunning character, beautiful yeah, actors who, power. Who, power, who, who come on our show. Whether it's one show, five shows, two seasons, they love they loved it. And I I was I was I was so fortunate and tickled to be with her. I adore her. That people have to understand that this is the little shit that I certainly do. And, and I, and I think most actors should do if they don't. And that is when I walked in, I, first of all, I wrote down that that Hal Holbrook house was one of my all time favorite sets of all time. It's it was a house, but I mean, going to a set, yeah. going to, it was one of my all time of all, of all the things I've done. Mm-hmm. That was just Hal, Monique, Tara, me, Gemma, Charlie and Ron come in at the very last minute before we all split. Stephen King shows up to, to, to just put the icing on the cake. When I walked in, all I cared about is Tig. And this, this was ad-libbed. I said, Tig. Like, I, I let her know my name. That wasn't in the script. Mm. He just came in behind Gemma, and they came in. And I said, actually, Steve, this is, this is just give me a – and I made sure that I walked in first. I checked out the room. I made sure that no one was in that room I'm going to a house that I don't even know who the fuck there's some chick who's opening the door, but she seems Gemma seems to know at least where she's, where she's at. She hasn't told me much, mm. but I, 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 I just love that ad lib of uh, I'm, I'm Tig. Oh, and you, and, and you I, look like a lion in that scene. I mean, that was ready, ready to go. Yeah. You ready were, to go. You know, that's why I wanted to ask you if that you knew what was coming up because 
it was such a classic Teague where I've watched Teague get mesmerized by people or things, which we'll talk about Venus way down and certain sure. things that Teague gets mesmerized. And you have such a great way of doing it. When you saw her, it's just like you see her and it's like, oh, okay, Teague's in a different zone. He's not paying attention to anything yet checking the house, but it's on her for a minute, even I, if it's I, only for a brief second. That's right. No, I, I definitely was. I, that's exactly what I think sergeant at arms should do they should they better be checking everything out i checked her out first and i checked out the living room then i came back and i noticed when someone was in the other room her dad her dad's in the other room i go to amelia wash up can i wash up yeah, yeah. To, to get away let's let those two have a moment that's all that was i wanted to get out of this room with her amelia so these two could have a moment and those are the things that sutter and his team would write in for all of us to 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 have a, a moment of, uh, that was a nice thing to do. Yeah, and I and I had to write about Hal here. I mean, he truly is a G. I could watch this dude all day, Hal Holbrook. You want to talk about levity and 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 ferocity and gravitas and and everything that you can say that an actor has. He's an incredible actor who's been in more things than. You know, Oscar nominated. Then Perlman. Then Perlman. Perlman's been in everything. Just an amazing guy. But I, you know, this pisses me off. I'm going to tell you why. I've watched some of these dipshits who get nominated for guest starring Emmys on shows. They're in the show for like one episode. And I've watched some of their work because I watched some of the shows. And I'm not, I don't want to ever knock because it's hard enough, this business. This guy. How he didn't get recognized for that role, what he was doing, what he was bringing, the emotion, and how he was playing the Alzheimer's. And if we remember correctly, his wife had just died in real life. I'm blown away by the way this guy played this role. And now that I'm watching it. And again, it just gets me slightly angry sometimes. It brought up like a feeling that I remember when we were filming that we had we had the world. The world loved Sons. Like you couldn't, you know, me and you know, you couldn't, it was just, the, and not just loved the show because of the bikes and because of the cool factor, but because of what was going on with the characters and the emotions and all this. But Hollywood just wasn't having it. They just weren't. It was like, they just wanted to push us uh, away at all uh, times. But, but we were, we were that show that the ship had sailed. It sailed early. The yeah. reviewers, uh, what certain people said to them, yeah. uh, whatever, however they got pissed off at us or we at them. It, it wasn't even a, a, a personal thing. It just was the ship had sailed. And all of a sudden we got season two and the, yeah. then season three. And so the ship had sailed. They, 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 in fact, they wouldn't they come would, back. They didn't they, want to they, admit they, it. They, they didn't yeah. want to admit it. They didn't, in fact, they had so fucked up. So you get, you get Hal Holbrook, that look that he has on his face oh, up at Katie. And that they're dealing with the, the, the dementia and the Alzheimer's and losing of Rose. And, and, and it's so powerful and so beautiful for Gemma, who hasn't seen her dad. And she never got along with her mom, which, which all is in the writing real quick. And, and, and he goes, I'm sure Rose will be, will be back soon. And Katie whispers, I hope not. <laughs> I didn't even hear that. That's amazing. Oh, no. She was like this. I hope not. Like to herself. <laughs> that, see, that's the, and you know this, you're a funny motherfucker, man. And I love comedy. When you write shit like that, when, when it's all serious and there's tears and the audience is spellbound and then, and, and Hal goes, Ro, Ro, I'm sure she'll be back soon. 
And Katie goes, I hope not. Like, like that is. <laughs> that's like hitting with a gut punch, right? Is there, just, right? Is there about to well up? You're hitting. But, with right. The audience. Her. And it wasn't that's for great. her dad behind her. It was to herself. Right. God, I just. I can't. And obviously, because, you know, Katie's work, her comedic timing is off the charts you know, from the what chart. she's done. So that that that's so funny. I got to go back and see that because so I love stuff like that. So he's it really is. What a scene between them two, uh, you know, getting old. And it gets and it gets, and it gets better and better. Week. No, it it's not. Better it gets and better. better and better. Anyway, so that's that. Now, Theo, cozy. I cozy. Yeah. Now, we're in season three, episode yeah. one. Yeah, we we've seen Kenny before, have we not? It seems like it. I think so. Man, don't ask me. Yeah, I'm not sure either. And hey, I should. Camp, that's definitely not the first time. Great. Okay, Can't but what be. what? But what I what I what I love about that little meeting now? I mean, here we are. I think we're at the funeral now, aren't we? We are. are we at- and uh, and I got to tell you something about that funeral. That's the oh, night you're gonna, the DL you're gonna- continuity shots. No, you're going to tell me everything about yeah. that night because I wasn't there. But I do want to point out for our beautiful family, our family, that when and it's Tommy and it's and it's Ronnie and it's Booney and it's Kenny and 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 Koza goes, I, I want in. And and everyone kind of looks around and Bobby goes, that's Tig's call. Yeah. That's Tig's call. And there's the and beginning so, of it. And it's the beginning of it, and so that's really fucking cool. When I when I heard that, that that, and I wasn't because yeah, you're there not that there, night. you don't remember no, what was said. Yeah, no, that, and again, nothing. the whole scene was about Tig. Like the second you see everybody's looks, it's almost like everybody freezes up. So what I wrote about the funeral scene because I, I mean, there is things oh. you remember. You have to understand how much went on that night. Sure, all of us, all, all of us. Okay, all of everything. Us went on that night. I mean, obviously we have what's coming up with hail. We knew that it was a big night. It was a tense night for a couple of reasons. Johnny Lewis was gone now from the show. He was apparently went to do another project and didn't tell anyone because I guess he was gone and he had shaved his eyebrows and they needed a still photo of him in military clothes for the casket. And if you notice the photo on top, he has no eyebrows. They tried to CGI Uh, or do something into it, but he has no eyebrows. They cut him uh, off. They weren't happy, but he was off the show because he left the show six months before. But they needed him to do that picture. Nothing you could do. They should have got the picture in season two. They didn't get in season two. They got it. They asked him to do it later on. Um, Clay has uh, a cut on his right eye. I don't know what from that was something I was trying to figure out. Maybe it was something happened in season two finale. Don't know. Just curious about that. That's just one of the things I have, but this was the night about the DL continuity stuff. Do you remember this? No, I wasn't right there. Go ahead. Everyone's out on the lawn. Oh, <laughs> I know what you're going to bring up. DL's in every fucking shot. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, because he was just in, Every shot because we would run when the car, the van, you'd all be running. But what you have to remember where you were, because when they would restart the scene, you can't go back wait. to where you were. Correct. When that car was coming down the street. Go ahead. You can't be where the new camera no. is. You have to be where you were. That's right. To get to the new camera. It's called <laughs> continuity. 
So him good old I, DL, uh, good old young DL, with all his happy face, lift wow. off. He was so we had a ball that night. Give him I an all. Telling him, I was literally saying, "Bud, you gotta <laughs> stay over here. Like this is you can't. Like the cameras are over there. What do you mean, bro? <laughs> what the fuck? I was there. So that's why God, do I love him? Because he really is. He just wanted to be the best. He wanted to do the best. But at the same time, there is certain things that you know. uh, in acting, you just kind of have to know about being on a set, camera left, camera right, all the stuff we talk about. And he just, all that went out the window. So that was that. Listen, we had more extras there in and out, in the funeral home, on the streets, on the All wherever. night long. All night long. All, all nighter. night long. And then remember now, this is just about the time <sighs> where the show's starting to get big. And we're starting to get people watching us film up in Santa Clarita, where we were or wherever we were with that funeral home. We have now people who it's not just the hundred or 200 extras. You got people watching. And we had a lot, we had a lot, we had a lot, we had a lot, a lot of cops, a lot of cops, cops, back up, back up, back up. So this was a huge scene. And when it's a huge scene, things get kooky. You know, you weren't there. I do. Things get crazy. And I go to retreat mode. Let me hide. Where can I hide? How can I get out of here? How can I get away? And I go hide in my trailer under the trailer. I just want to be away from everything. Um, <laughs> Where's Theo? Don't let, don't bother him. He knows exactly no, he's where hiding. he is. So, and the thing is, is because you got to understand and why I say that is when there's that many extras, they are, a lot of them had been with us for a long time. They've been part of the show, but they also, they're part of the show, but they really want to be part of the show. So they're still like, you know, all over and they want to try really hard. They're trying really hard. And and you just want to like focus on what's going on. And sometimes that gets a little tricky. So it was this huge, huge scene. And uh, we knew that Jax and, and Clay had that really big moment at the end in front of the casket. So everything was kind of gearing up towards that with Tara and all that. But that wasn't it. That was just one part of the night because now we're going to go back outside and you think everything's hunky-dory. And man, that drive-by, all that slow motion. So for a second, I thought my TV was broke, the slow motion. Didn't know what was happening. I was like, why is that slow motion? I I wrote it down that I, I don't remember us ever really doing slow motion on that show that often. We did a couple of times, but that was a we choice. We did a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. But not very often, but yeah, that slow-mo was a real, uh, real effort. Uh, and on purpose all effort. come together and watching yeah. everything happen. Mm. Yeah. And, and again, the ending is the shock of hell. What? Like what? And then even bigger. So let's just stay for a second with the Clay and Jack scene. Let's just stay there for one second. Yeah. Wondering if Jax will fall apart like John, like JT. Will he fall apart? This is the moment. Will will the the it all get to him the way it got to John Teller? That's what Clay's thinking. That's what Clarence is thinking at that moment. And he has to give him like that motivational speech to like wake him up. This is what they're all expecting of you out there. And Jax at first kind of rejects that speech. Like what? No, I'm, you know, I'm, he's in whatever he's in pain. He's wallowing. He's this, he's that. I'm not even thinking about that. 
But what we come to find out a few minutes later. Yeah. It, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and again, I have to say that where does Sutter choose to do that speech? He does it on Kip's casket. He does it right where Halfsack is laying. He does the big scene, like people out or having a cocktail or having a smoke outside. They're, they're seeing the president, the vice president. They're, they're talking about the half sack. They're talking about half sack and what a great guy he was. And, and getting, no, no. They're actually having one of the most important club conversations between a president and a VP they're ever going to have. And it's right there by the casket. It's right there where no one's going to come in. No one's going to be by them. And what he says in such low terms, the two of them were almost whispering that whole thing, was, uh, yeah, Jack's fought it at the end. And, and Clay would have none of it. And he said, whatever, wherever, whatever you're going to do, if you think you're going to show those men who love you something, you better do it like yesterday because your time's running out. Mm-hmm. Okay. We go from that stunning, beautiful. And, it, and, it, and almost for a second, that can seem a little heartless what Clay's saying, but what he's saying is you got hundreds of people, thousands across, you know, all these different charters that are looking at you and looking That's at right. this charter of what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, again, where for a second you can go, man, he's kind of heartless and that's, that's not right to say, but then you think this is the responsibility. This is what they do. This yeah. Is no, is. that no, no, that's right. If you remember literally at this beginning of this episode, Charlie's hungover, drunk, sad, his, his, his whole gut's been ripped out because Abel's gone. He may never see him again. Well, we've gone through an entire hour and five minutes now, and enough's enough. Don't ever lose that grief. Don't ever lose that, like we, that revenge thing. Yep. But whatever it is, you better wake up. Because if you don't wake up, there's hundreds of men and women out there, men mostly because of mm-hmm. our club situation. Um, you're you're going to lose them. You're going to lose you. You're going to lose everybody. Yep. And that's Get the way together. And, and then, so now we cut to, before we get to that montage outside, we cut to, well, it is, this is the started montage. We cut to Belfast, which was amazing. Half, half Ireland, half North Hollywood. Amazing. Okay. Do you know, you know, do you remember what parts Ireland, what parts North Hollywood? Well, not only do I, do I, do I not remember, but I, I will, I'm, I'm going to save this story about season three. When we actually talk about the seventh episode, because the seventh episode when we go. is when you actually go. And I need to tell all our, our, our but there was a crew there at this point. Uh, in Ireland, you talk. Yes. About? When you see, when you see him carrying the baby across, that's actually Ireland. Okay. That probably wasn't Cameron though. No, that was, it was a double. That's right. So that's that, why you had the hood up. That was a double. Correct. That's right. And then when they got to Maureen, Paula. That's North Hollywood. That's North Hollywood. Correct. Because there was a lot, and we'll talk about this. This is going to be so fun for you and me. But there were shots over the back of a Clay or a Paula. It's not or, them. Or, it's, not, it's not them. Especially it's, the it's, ones of them riding through Ireland. No, no, that's not them. Because no. the streets are real. But anyway, we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get but into that. So we go to that. Then we get to the, the montage. Uh, Love the song. Love the song. I mean, gosh, who's, who's shooting? Who is shooting? Uh, Who did the shooting? Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, fuck, <laughs> you know, because they, they, uh, they, I know there's, is somebody, it Mayans I mean, again? 
something. Is it, is it, is something. it the Mayans again? Or a subset I mean, of the Mayans. It's like a, it's like a, uh, I think if I remember correctly, and I, and I, I, I actually think I'm correct here. I think it's, oh, well, I, I, well, I'm not going to say I'm correct because I might be. Wrong. No, I think it was. I think it's it was like that, a crew that the Mayans that crew that in, want, like, yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to be completely wrong, but I Probably. think that's exactly right. Who cares? But right. one guy fall, one guy falls out. One guy falls out. One guy out falls out. And gets captured. And this goes into what we were just speaking about. Two things that happen. First of all, slow motion, slow motion, fast motion. Jack's attacking this guy. I, my kids were at the table, not looking at the TV. They were uh, eating so doing art. They were, their backs were to me and Megan. I was trying to finish the episode before it. Cause whatever. And Oof. it's not Disney. It's not I had Disney. to block the TV as best I could. And I literally grabbed the pillow and held it up because he was smashing his face into the yeah. ground yeah. Uh, violently. Yeah. We, we would say this, we would say on set, this is not Disney. This, this is, is not Disney. No. And it is now actually, cause they own FX. <laughs> Fox. Um, but uh, it's not Disney when we did it. <laughs> it is it now. When we did it, it is now. It is now. So um, what's funny is he clay in the background has the look of that's what I wanted to see. That you will kill and do whatever you have to do to get Abel back and to show these men. Correct. And I, I think it actually took him aback as well. I thought Clay had that look of good, but motherfucker. motherfucker. Holy shit. I mean, that that ending. I mean, again, Theo, there was no topic that Sutter didn't take on or discuss or throw in front of us Does because America. Well, it certainly looked like he was dying or, or he was gone or, I, I mean, the mums there. All I know is I, I just go, that ending, bullets everywhere, hails death, the little boy being shot, drive-bys, Jack smacking that banger's head, showing the club he means business. I mean, and also, you know, again, Charlie looking at that little boy, a little boy and the violence and, and his son's gone. And anyway, he just snapped. And then Hale, obviously, uh, you know, losing a huge character, you know, uh, been with us, you know, from season one, we had lost half sack in the finale, the episode before, then we're losing Hale in this one. So this is when the bodies start dropping. And this is when, this is when as, as actors on the show, you realize I might not be here next week. (laughs) This is when you start thinking of that. Well, not, 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 no, not you and me, because you know, well, at any not point, really. It could have been the end of the season. There was always a moment where, like, am I going to go in the finale or am I going to go in episode 10 or 11? Right. Well, then you, 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 you remind me then, because I do know one of these seasons, maybe not three, but maybe it was five when we started killing off all the main. Yes, five. But it was one of those seasons where they came up to all of you. Piney, you, when Piney went. Okay, that's when I'm just saying that I was I was told be, before every season you make it through the season, or you're not going to die this season, or you're going right. to die this season. I I I think we got a lot of respect. I was from told me. maybe. <laughs> you were always told maybe because maybe. we want to keep you on your on your toes. Maybe. We wanted you on your toes. We'll yeah. see. Maybe we'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Oh, all right. Let's let's see what happens. <laughs> so it's 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 an amazing episode. I really we're three into season three. We're gonna have another one next week. I am uh I am rethinking my opinions of season three. 
let's see what happens. I, I think a lot of that opinion was from when we went to actually Ireland in the show. Um, so I'm curious of episode uh, seven on of, uh, of what that was like. And I know my reasoning cause the cast got really large. Uh, there was like 70 people on every show or whatever. I wasn't part of any, you weren't part so of it. That's why I'm going to enjoy listening to you yeah. as you will have me yeah. with all the answer, Tara, Kenny wait. Johnson shit. The Missy stuff, the the the, the dog. Well, wait I mean, till anyway. we get into the Kozik stuff. That's next week, and I'm I'm really excited oh, yeah. for that. Um, but yeah, man, I love you. All right, this man, show I love is, you, buddy. This show is crazy. Uh, Agent six four four, sign us out. out. Sign us out. Out, out, Theo Rossi, because you are Theo Rossi. Over and out. Wacky Over and out. Day. Love you, buddy. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You know the deal. Theory Pod, hashtag Theory Pod, capital T-H-E-O, small R-Y, capital P-O-D. If we're talking Reaper reviews, it's the hashtag Reaper reviews with the double R. Go everywhere where where this podcast is available and go subscribe and follow Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, wherever. And, uh, and then if you want to see the videos, go on to YouTube and subscribe to the page. We got some cool stuff coming. Um, like I always say, this life goes by in a blink. So stay up, stay awake, keep being the example. Um, and let's keep making a difference. All right. All right. Hey, yo, shout out to my crew, the theory team, the team. Okay, starting with my incredible editor, Caroline Kawash, to the incredible design skills of Cesar Arvello, to the other designer slash web slash everything, Justin Tordella. Go look them up. Go follow them. Go thank them. They're an incredible team, and I wouldn't be even remotely able to do a second of this without them. So. Shout out to the entire theory team, uh, or as we say in New York, big up, um, incredible people, incredible humans, and I'm fortunate and proud to have them.